Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's a new set. I've made some upgrades to my office set. Wow. So this yellow couch, if you're watching on YouTube, you'll see this yellow couch. It's very adorable, but it's hard as hell. Welcome back to Not Your Average Joe. Wait, I forgot to clap. Sync the sound. We're rolling. We're rolling. Can you take a sip of coffee? Mm. Okay, let's start again. Welcome back to Not Your Average Joe, the podcast that'll make anyone a little less average. I'm your host, Joe Franco, back at it again with another episode. But this time we're starting off a new segment. Let's call it a segment in the Not Your Average Joe podcast. It's gonna be called Dear Joe, which is like an advice column. It's not the most creative idea, but I always wanna find ways to engage with you. Eventually I wanna turn it into like a Carrie Bradshaw advice column, but more diverse and entrepreneurial because some of my favorite moments of this career as a creator is spending time with you. Whether it's in retreats, which by the way, applications for retreats in Greece are open, check the show notes and the description box to apply. Or if it's meeting up with some of you in Joe Club sessions, or just running into some of you on the streets. I live for it. We're living in such a wild time where, you know, we're glued to our phones, but I always try to find ways to make those virtual connections in-person connections. Thank you for everyone who submitted because I know taking surveys and filling out forms is never fun. So without further ado, I'm gonna crack open the Google Forms and see what was submitted. Kill the intro, sis. You know she's not your average show. Dear Joe, this is an anonymous submission. Hi, Joe. I've been struggling lately to regain passion, and I would love to have some of your big sister advice. I'm nearing graduation, and I have no job offer. Money is tight, and time to do the activities I love to do is tighter. And when I do have time, I'm not motivated and just scroll all day on social media. My sister, first of all, I'm giving a big hug because when you're in the rut, you in the rut. When you're in the funk, it's funky and not in a good way. Anytime a big life chapter is ending, especially something like school where life is structured, and then you're looking out into this gaping abyss of uncertainty, any human being is going to be worried and concerned. That's like natural instincts. We're wired to want predictability. We're wired to want safety. And so you're just in a chapter where there's going to be a lot of uncertainty and those question marks can be daunting. However, and listen, I am no better than anybody here. We all have breath in our lungs, which means we all have the potential to do whatever it is that we want to do. I've been reading this book called Mastery lately and by Robert Greene. I'll put it in the show notes, but basically Mastery is an amazing book. All of Robert Greene's books are great, but it's talking about how our life is supposed to be dedicated towards finding our life's work, our life's vocation, that thing that we used to be passionate about as kids, 
those interests, those hobbies that we just spent hours a day doing, those are the things, if I were you in your shoes, I would start leaning into those activities. So think back to when you were a kid, what was so exciting to you? Was it staying outside and playing in the garden? Or was it riding scooters up and down, doing something active? Was it coloring in coloring books or painting? Because usually that childlike joy that contains an incredible amount of wisdom. And when I was in a rut, which I was, and I've talked about this before, I was in a terrible, terrible heartbreak. I had just finished filming my Netflix show and I bought a house in the middle of the woods where I was far away from all my friends. When I was in that low point, I had to ask myself, like, what did I like doing as a kid? What always made me feel better. And it was language learning. And that's when I signed up for 20 hours of Arabic class and started filming because documenting also makes me feel good. And at the time, I didn't know how I would make money. I didn't know if there was an opportunity around the corner for me, but it didn't matter because I started putting myself in positions to feel good. So start with tiny baby steps. Don't go crazy saying that you're gonna revamp your life tomorrow. One thing that makes you happy and start building on that. And I also recommend whenever you're in a time of uncertainty, reading is the best thing because you can start peeking into the brains of masters that came before you. You can start getting inspired and having just ideas that you didn't have otherwise. Scrolling on social media is like candy that rots your brain unless you're doing it intentionally and curating your feed to follow people that actually bring value into your life rather than just give you hits of dopamine. I digress. But again, don't be too hard on yourself. These periods are really scary. And as Robert Greene says in the book, Usually those moments of complete uncertainty and complete confusion, I felt this, that is when there's potential for that magic to happen because you're forced to find a creative solution to help yourself. Even you submitting to this form is a step towards you helping yourself because you're asking a stranger to send you help. And I hope that what I said helped you. And if not, I'm sending you a big hug. But you're going to be okay. Also, I'm making up this format as I go. But if I give you advice that's very helpful and that really like sets you up for success, please, please DM me on Instagram at Joe underscore Franco or send me an email, jo at joannafranco.com. I would love to know if this advice is helpful. If the advice is not helpful, then just throw it away. But anyways, I hope that it helps some people. I'm sure that it's going to help me. Like usually when I say things out loud, I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. The other thing to keep into perspective is that everything takes longer than you expect it to. But you always have the agency and the power to pick up a book, to go for a walk, to book a lesson, to reach out to a friend that inspires you. Like you have that in your control. And so if you just exercise that power little by little, you'll start creating your path and being around people that make you happy. Dang, if all of them are that long-winded, I'm gonna need to take like four commercial breaks. The next question is by Lucy. She says, traveling the world, experiencing different cultures, and especially going to LA is one of my biggest dreams. How do I make this happen with not enough money? Every month I get paid, I pay all my bills, and that's it. I look at prices of going to LA and think, wow, I will never get there. I also really want a career change into something like design, real estate, or travel, but I don't know where to start. Love your work. By the way, you are so inspiring. Lucy! My baby girl, Lucy. This is when I want to call all of you individually and just have a chat, like a virtual coffee. By the way, if you want to join Joe Club, all of the listeners of the Not Your Average Joe pod, you get 50% off your first billing cycle, which is up to like $300 if you get the yearly plan. That's crazy, y'all. Anyways, more on that in the show notes. Joe Club is an amazing resource because you meet with people 
that are all on the same path, that are all like trying to grow themselves. And listen, it doesn't matter if your career is made or if you're completely starting from scratch, these journaling sessions will help you because we ask you questions where you dig in for the answers and you get the luxury of listening to people in the room that are from all different walks of life, all different cultures and languages. And a lot of times you might not have the answer, but hearing someone else's perspective reshapes your perspective. So whenever I need an answer, or even when I don't know I need an answer, I go to Joe Club and I come out feeling inspired. Check out Joe Club sessions. I host a planning session once a month. The point of those planning sessions is to talk about all of these goals and plot realistic action steps. But the other thing I would say, if you want to travel and you want to work in something that makes you happy, you got to take inventory of how you're spending your time. And if you can change into any kind of opportunities or even offer to work for free as an intern to get your leg in the field. So many of my best opportunities that were very well paid came from me doing things and not getting paid. And I know it's a hot take. A lot of you are out here saying like, no, Joe, I need to be compensated. And I get that. But I promise you that if you go and you say, hey, can I help you? And I will offer my time for free. I'm just here to learn. And you offer that to someone who, one, you think you can learn from. Two, is in an industry that you could see yourself growing into. And three, is just an experience that you know will segue you into the next chapter. Then the money that they could potentially pay you, like minimum wage, is nothing in comparison to the value the knowledge and experience and relationships that you'll get simply by showing up with a smile on your face, not getting paid. Of course, this isn't a permanent solution because you need finances, you need security, but this is not just my crazy opinion. Again, in mastery, I'm going to do a book review on this book because it's amazing. But in mastery, one of the things that Robert Greene says is a lot of times when you offer your services in your time without compensation financially, the master, as in like the person that you're learning from, is more willing to share far more than just the standard things that you should know, because there's going to be like this in good faith reciprocal relationship that you're helping them. So they're going to want to help you. And so if you do not have the ability to say, hey, I'm going to quit everything and move to LA, try to reach out to companies and see if you can help them in any way offer your services, sign up for an unpaid internship. Again, controversial. I also had to fight my way to get paid internships and those were amazing too. But all I'm saying is that if you can learn something that segues you into the career path that you want, why not? Also try to find a job that checks off more than three things at once. When I wanted to travel and I was broke, I worked in a hostel because I could travel without going anywhere. And then I became friends with the GM and pitched him on sending me to different hostels all over the US to film videos. It's about connecting the dots of your individual skill sets, your situations, looking at the relationships that you have. Can you reach out to family friends and say, hey, this is what I'm looking for. Do you know anybody who has an opportunity for me? Putting that energy out there, that is the next step that I think would be smart if I were in your shoes. Finances are tricky because it depends on your life situation. If you have people to support or bills to pay, student loans, it gets complex. The only way we're gonna take ourselves out of these crazy financial holes is by being strategic and working in a place where we can learn, get relationships, and basically make money or learn enough skill and experience that you can turn that into more money in the next gig. Think about what you're really good at. I have the Career and Calling Challenge that's helped a lot of people do this kind of like introspective work to understand their unique skills and how they can position themselves. Because you also have to think about your personal brand. And I'm not saying like become an influencer, you need a personal brand. But everybody walking, if you are walking around this earth, you have a personal brand, you have this aura to you, and you also have this energy that could attract or deflect people. If you show up in a room with a smile on your face, odds are people are gonna wanna talk to you. If you show up with bright colored clothes, people are gonna notice you. 
If you show up looking good, smelling good, you probably are feeling good. And even if you don't feel good, it's like a fake it till you make it experience. Think about how you're showing up into spaces because that could also help open some doors. And if you're not in spaces to begin with, that's a huge missed opportunity. I know we're living in virtual reality right now, basically, but showing up to events, finding different conferences, being present is also a great way to jumpstart these opportunities. Also, if you haven't picked up my free 2024 planning templates, I'm linking them in the show notes and in the description box below because that's a great resource. Even if it's in the middle of the year, it's never too late to make a plan. Somebody messaged me and they were like, Joe, I'm so glad you came out with a planning video at the end of January because I felt like I was behind and I was getting stressed and overwhelmed. Let's all take a deep breath in and a deep breath out. I need one more. Inhale and exhale. That breath you have in your lungs means one thing and one thing only, you still have time. So pick up the 2024 planning templates. All you need to do is sign up via email and I'll send everything to your inbox and I will be back after the break. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra. And I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome back. It's me, Joe. The next question comes from Arlene. Arlene, being that you have your hand in so many ventures, how do you manage them all? Oh, Arlene, honey, how much time you got? <laughs> I've always been into many things. I think that's part of the immigration backstory that I come from. I can't remember a time where I didn't have at least two jobs. Like when I was eight years old and we started cleaning houses, I was a student in cleaning houses. And then I was learning French and Italian. Like I've always had at least two things going at once. And when I was a kid, it was just because I was bored because my mom didn't really let us leave the house too much because she was scared because we were undocumented. So I just learned how to keep my mind busy. But then as I got older, when I was 16, I just love the idea of making money and learning things too. My mom always taught us to learn things and my grandparents taught us that as well. When you show up to a place, see how you can help and be useful. See how you can be of service. Even if you don't know what you're doing, you can show up with an attitude that is helpful. So that was how I showed up to all of the experiences and all the places. And I still do that. Now it's crazy because now I can actually say, oh, damn, I have experience. I know how to host a TV show. I know how to make videos. I know how to pitch things. But it's still there's still opportunity to show up with a student's mind. So I think that's the driver behind why I do so many ventures. 
it's to learn. It's to continue to learn and grow. So right now, let's see all my ventures. Um, so I have this podcast and I have my YouTube channel that I'm reviving and I have my social media content. I do brand deals. Like right now I have a deal with Adobe. So I'm working on branded videos for them. I make ads for Pimsleur sometimes. I might be renewing my contract with them. So I have like the branded deals side of my business, which is a, a big business with tons of back and forth with clients and edits and blah, blah, blah. Then I have Joe Club. So I started my journaling company in 2020, but in 2022, it became something bigger. And by 2023, I had hired eight facilitators, had to train them. And I go all in on training because if you're going to be working with me, one, I want to make sure that you have the knowledge to feel good. But two, I want to make sure that you're giving the heart that I give because the people who show up, I don't want them to get crap. So training the facilitators took a long time, longer than I thought. And I didn't realize that that's a full-time job. So that's always my, my mistake is always like expecting that things are going to be easier and take a lot less time. And I get so enthralled in the activity that I just like go all in. And then when I'm out of it, I'm like, damn, that was like a whole full-time job. But in that time, I learned so much and I can apply those skills to friends who need the help or to the next ventures that I develop. So anyways, Joe Club is a well-oiled machine by this point. I also have people working behind the scenes. So I have a marketing team, which consists of a designer, a podcast editor, a social media content creator. And I recently hired a systems expert and now we're starting a venture together. I hired a systems expert who built me a content system so that I could align everything together. So that has helped me. It's like building systems for yourself, I think is the only way. So with this system, I can now look in a dashboard and see what promotions that I have going on. So if I'm selling tickets to the retreats this year, which I am, by the way, I can see that and be like, okay, how am I going to promote that with social media? And then I'll say like, okay, I'm going to make a story here. I'm going to make these reels. I'm going to send these emails. And then I just work on it. I'm also in film school getting my master's in filmmaking because I want to develop my own TV show and eventually be a showrunner, which is like an executive director and producer that makes the show happen, who runs the show. And that is like an intellectual slash passion driven venture that I dropped out of last year because I was way too overwhelmed. I was in speakers training too. Just saying this stuff out loud is ridiculous because I'm like, when do I sleep? And I don't. I don't sleep often. I did and then I didn't. I'm in a season where I'm not sleeping much. Anywho, last year I was doing speakers training and film school at the same time and I decided to quit film school temporarily and now I'm back and I have film school every other Sunday and it's a self-study program, so it's perfect for somebody like me who's always busy. But nonetheless, I'm advancing my TV show concept and like writing a show Bible and working on my pilot episode. So that's cool. I'm also making courses for how to learn a language. And then I'm making courses on how to become a content creator. And this year I started mentoring people, which was something on my vision board last year that I really wanted to mentor people, like creatives and business people who had big messages and big dreams to put into the world. So I started coaching and I love it. I love it so much because I'll take somebody's goal and I will structure their journey for six months and be like, okay, here's your homework assignment. Here are books that I recommend that you read. Let's check in. Let's do a one-on-one -on -one journaling session. And it's like so fruitful because that means that I can expand what I do by helping them do what they do. So I can accomplish more because they have talents and skills that I don't have, but I can encourage them and also give them shortcuts to stuff that took me way too damn long. 
and I'm in a long distance relationship that keeps me flying from Belgium and the US very often and I'm always on the phone. All of this to say that like there is no right or wrong to how you get this stuff done. One thing that has helped me tremendously this year has been building that system. Also training people has been very, very, very transformative. Like training somebody to help you and trusting them to do their job. That has been a game changer because at any given moment, I could be hosting a retreat and Joe Club sessions are happening. I could be giving a speech and somebody's talking to my members and like making sure that they're all good. These are all real examples of stuff that's happened in the past. And I'm like, okay, yeah, you put in the time up front, but then it pays off later. It's all about investments. It's investments of your time and energy and passion. And if you're committed to stick with it, by the time that investment is ready to yield fruit, you're already onto the next investment. So all of this work that I'm doing now that's painful and taking forever, it's going to help me probably in like six months time or like a year. But in the moment, it sucks and it's hard. But I do love what I'm doing. That's how I juggle everything. It's thinking about my future self and also thinking about what I know I can do today and taking it tiny chunks at a time. So like right now I'm studying Dutch. And if you're watching on YouTube, every single night I started doing this nighttime routine that I call intellectual feats. And these are the books that I look at every single day. So I have my one line a day journal, my spoken Flemish guidebook, Dracula in Dutch, my journal, a Dutch grammar workbook. Fluentish, where I compile all of my notes for the day. And then I'm reading a bunch of film school books, but right now I'm reading Save the Cat, How to Write a TV Show. That process of my intellectual feats takes about an hour and a half. Every single day that I've done it, I'm so happy that I did because it moves things forward tiny bites at a time. Baby steps, my darling. Last question for the day. We have a question from Kumgen from Sweden. I probably mispronounced that. Do you have a specific hobby or activity that may require you to be at a specific place? For example, I'm a pianist and I have to practice, but also want to travel a lot. I don't really know how to combine the two. Any tips? Hmm. You could be like my sister and travel around with a piano in her car. <laughs> My sister will pull up to my house with a keyboard in her trunk at all times. But it's a great question. It might be interesting to try to find local piano shops wherever you go or like local practice places and reach out before you go. And that could be a reason you travel. Let's say you want to go to Turkey, but you know you need to practice before you even make a plan to go to Turkey. See if there are music shops around. It's going to be a weird request, but I mean, you never know what's going to happen. Send an email to the store and be like, hey... I'm a pianist, I'm traveling. Is it okay if I practice once a day? Or like music schools. I'm sure that there are music schools that would be lovely to work with where you show up and you say, hey, I just need an hour of practice time every day. How much is it going to cost? Or I can even practice in exchange for teaching. And then you, you do a win-win situation like a work exchange. That I think is a really cool creative solution that you can use your piano hobby as a, a catalyst for where you go instead of like a deterrent. I'm so curious if you can do that. And if you do, please let me know. But whenever I've traveled and I, I had things going on, like I go to the gym all the time in, in the States and going to the gym is important to me. So wherever I go, I'll find a local gym. And usually I have to like weasel my way to get a shorter contract or find a specific gym that's like kind of alternative. And it always leads me into a great path or like a running club. Like you find random experiences and groups that are doing similar work that you need to do or that you want to do or language schools like if I'm studying and I really want to study every single day but I'm also in Greece I'm going to sign up for language classes 
So I make sure that it gets done as opposed to saying I'm going to study and then just go out every night with my friends. Any obstacle that you have is just an opportunity to find a creative solution that pushes you further than you never even thought you would go. I think the conclusion of this episode is that all of these challenges and, and struggles and obstacles, they're just opportunities. Water finds a way. If there's a stone in the way, water will find a way to go over that stone or around it or erode it. We are like water. If you have a goal that is persisting in your head, you will find a way. It's just going to take some creative solutions. And sometimes those creative solutions come from where you least expect them. I don't even have a dishwasher in my house. And I ripped out the dishwasher when I bought this house for a specific reason. I know that when I wash dishes, I'm not on my phone. I am thinking and I'm doing something with my hands. And that's my thinking time. Most people get their best ideas when they're in the shower, when they're brushing their teeth, when they're walking around outside. No phones are required for these activities because you need space for your mind to think. So my homework assignment for all the not average Joes out there is find a way to spend a little bit more quiet time, alone time this week. Maybe it's washing the dishes. Just be silent. Watch the birds outside. Take a look at nature. Look out the window like your favorite pets do. And even if nothing happens, you've gifted yourself meditative moments. And if something good does happen, please let me know via DMs at Joe underscore Franco. Or you can leave a comment if you're watching on YouTube of how you're taking some extra time to let your mind do what it needs to do. If you'd like to submit for the next episode of Dear Joe, please fill out the form. I've linked it in the show notes and the description box. I hope to see you soon, be it at a retreat in Greece, which is happening in June, or in a Joe Club session, which happens every weekend, or in some other capacity. I'm sure we'll meet. I run into so many people on the street. It's so lovely. Have an above average week because you, my friend, deserve it. And I'll see you soon. Last episode, I don't even remember what we were talking about last episode because I've been banking the content. <sighs> Sometimes when you start filming, it's like you forget to breathe. Hey, yo, come listen to my girl, man. What you doing? Shit. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Mm.